What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 451st episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ. I was a little, a little wary on the little. number we were at. <laughs> I mean, it was a big number last time. I know. It's like a reset. Yeah. Four, five, one. Here to talk about Pokemon is Greg. Hello, I'm here. I am back in my slowly being renovated uh, study. I have study. It's, <laughs> it's well, I can't call classy. it an office because so I, I don't work in here. Well, I don't do work work in here. I work on other things. But a year of collecting things through delivery has made my house untenable and things need to change. I need new areas to put the things that I purchased because I've had money that I wasn't using on, on traveling. Just get a new house. No, I have a big enough house as it is. Plus, I would have to then take everything out of this house and put it in the new house, which oh. is a whole other set of problems. I'll be doing, doing that, that in a couple of months. Will here. In honor of episode 451, uh, we will be doing a retrospective and analysis of the entire bibliography of Ray Bradbury. Right? Correct? Yes. Who? Okay, I'm not going to ask. Whoa! What? <laughs> what? Okay, so. Ray Bradbury, dude. I Ray, remember... Ray sounds like a baseball player. Yes. Well, that is, no. he's an author. I remember back in high school, we set the oven to 451 degrees and shoved a book in there to see what would happen. Did it burst into flame? It did not, but it did turn black. <laughs> it did crust over. But we were expecting, like, a giant burst of fire, and we were very disappointed when we did not get a giant burst of fire. Instead, we just got slowly <laughs> curling pages until it turned into ash. Yeah, uh, there's uh, that whole triangle of needing, like, fuel, oxygen, and the whatever energy source to create fire that... You were missing part of that. Somewhere. We were missing part of that. We we had a lot of direct heat, but not actual flame. Uh, just to inform uh, Mr. Surumi, uh, Ray Bradbury is the author of the Fahrenheit 451, which is a seminal book about, well, uh, what is it? Censorship. Censorship. It's a good way to put mm, yeah. it, which is hilarious because it was, when it first came out, uh, people tried to ban it. Yes. Um. <laughs> so when I refer to the show as double plus good, you should look at me. <laughs> yeah, but that's not Ray Bradbury. That's uh, Orson. Uh, no, I thought Perfect One was double plus good. Double plus good is wow. Now we're just gone down a dystopian rabbit hole of dystop. Ray Bradbury is a science fiction author, but like more of like a literary science fiction author. I think he also did the Martian Chronicles. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, you know. Oh, to... Double Plus Good is 1984. Yeah. That's right. You know, there's a lot of dystopian novels. Yes. Many of them did not actually pan out the way people predict. Speaking of dystopia, this Pokemon cards <laughs> still sold out. I actually How? recently discovered that one, yes, that was confirmed for me that yes, Pokemon cards are still sold out, but also baseball cards. And like, no, oh, actually, I'm sorry. It's not baseball cards. It's like football and basketball cards, mm. which who even knew that was a thing? Yeah, at are tar also sold out at most targets. Well, I guess your mileage may vary, but they usually have a limit of 
three cards in general, whether it's Magic, Yu-Gi-Oh, baseball, football, golf. I don't think golf cards are a thing. Maybe they are. I don't think. Which is amazing that that Magic and Yu-Gi-Oh cards are still available because what does that say? (laughs) I I guess I don't know. I don't know Magic or Yu-Gi-Oh enough to know why they haven't been hit by the scalper craze. I I mean, Magic's a hot mess, right? Like, even (laughs) even if you're going to try to figure out what pack has the good thing in it? People aren't going to be like, oh, you you picked up Demonic Tutor. I love that character. No, but, but actually, I think Ooh, it's a chromatic right? lantern. I love them in the anime. It's but actually, the main thing is with magic that the packs that have the stuff that would be of value, like collecting valuable, those packs are about like $100 per pack. Yeah. Already. Yeah. So you can't just go in and buy a whole bunch and think, I'm going to strike it rich for $4 a pack. Well, Magic needs work with the Pokemon company to get Charizard <laughs> over there. And then there their, prob- their problem I mean, is solved. Give it to 2022, because they are combining universes, much to the consternation of many in the Magic community. This is very true. But according to the Target website, there are some trading card Pokemon trading card bundles at my local Target. That Target website's never right. I can get the small but mighty premium collection. It is in stock right now. However, it is not eligible for me to pick pick it up. Yeah, I actually have to go into the store which and hunt it down. Which means by the time you get there, it's gone. I also can get the Champion's Path collection Dubwool V, which is apparently in stock, but also not eligible. No one wants McChampion's Path. Let's do the Pokemon news. The little sound goes here. <laughs> I, wait, I've got some Pokemon TCG news. Do do do. Okay. All right. <laughs> Professor Willow will be printed as a Pokemon card this summer. Why did you steal my news? It is a crossover between Pokemon Go and the Pokemon. The, what did they say? It's like a. A collaboration, but no, no, no. But they made it sound like that. This like was a, a very in-depth, deep negotiation for Pokemon Go and Pokemon <laughs> the, the TCG. Title on to the have... website, a collaboration has been finalized between finalized, Pokemon Go the and the Pokemon <laughs> trading card game, as if they're not the same company. Oh, that was hilarious! I mean, technically, it's like... they're not. For for Pokemon news to finally start, or Pokemon Go news to finally start working again on my app, and for that to be the first oh. news item that comes through. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let's put a pin in the Professor Willow. We'll come back to that because we got a that'll transition. Well, no, you're gonna ruin the value if you put a pin in it. It's too late. True. We we had an iTunes review the other day that said that they liked the show, but we didn't talk about the TCG and the anime enough. Did we not spend, like, three whole podcasts spending 40-some minutes talking about the TCG problem? <laughs> I don't know. I zoned out at those parts. The problem there is probably that we don't go, like, in-depth of, like, what are the good cards mm. versus what is the chaff. Yeah. Which what has never decks been are you currently our, running? <laughs> that's not never been our, our wheelhouse? Yeah, we also don't do that for, like... Hey, what do you? What team are you bringing into Pikachu raids this weekend? <laughs> like it's, we uh, should, we yeah, could, we could. Um, but there, there are just better resources for. I mean, we all know you're bringing, uh, 
gastro with your storm drain and then being all surprised when nobody's water moves work and hey. blaming it on chat for ruining it. That was their, their problem, not mine. <laughs> this is why people earthquake in your raids. No, I haven't been earthquaked in a while. Also, even if we were to talk about what TCG decks are good, the only the ADP, that's it. That's like, there's no other deck. You just run ADP with Zashian, and then sometimes you run Rusted Shield, sometimes you don't, and sometimes you run the Air Balloon, I don't know. There. There's your TCG <laughs> minute. I told you all the decks that possibly exist in the TCG right now until August. Is there a good website to go find current meta decks? Mm. If I wanted to build one from scratch... Gosh, say, it used to be like, Six oh, Prizes back in the day. Yeah. Six Prizes uh, closed down, though. Well, yeah, it did. Um... What is the one? There's a subreddit that's pretty good. Um, We're never going Nugget, to Reddit. Nugget Bridge is VGC. Oh, they yes. shut down a long time ago. <laughs> really? Yeah, they're yeah, done. Nugget too. Bridge is gone. <laughs> Where do all the evil people congregate now? Uh, Reddit. Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> we covered this. It's Reddit. <laughs> well, it's it's been pretty easy to get teams in general for Sword and Shield. Just honestly, off Twitter, um, people will share their teams. Um, right, there are there are good reddits of sharing teams or sharing decks. I mean, the PTCGO you can just copy and paste the deck list and you're good to go. And Sword and Shield you can just copy and paste the whatever that code is called, and you're good to go. Is, I don't know. Maybe we'll there, circle back. Uh, I'm not sure which there, which websites are good. Although, like, if anyone's thinking about getting into competitive trading card PCG, like now now is not the time. Uh, there's nope, nope. no like tournaments going on. ADP is, the, it's a joke, but it's actually, like, the most dominant deck, and nothing can really compete with it. Um, but ADP would be rotating, oh, sorry, for the non-TCG players, you're probably like, what the heck is ADP? It's Arceus, yes. Dialga, Palkia. They put all three of them on one card. <laughs> they need to get rid of them before the Gen 4 remakes, yes. and they can reissue it as part well, they of the Gen 4 the, remakes. into the Z-Zone, so they've been floating around in space. Yes. Uh, and then they'll be broken out later. You know, you joke, but the TCG used to have weird stuff like that. <laughs> the Lost Zone. I remember there was a place like the Poke Gym or something that I used to look up decks back, back, back in the day to see if there was Rosalia anything that I wanted to use. And then I said, you know what? I don't want to do this. Rosalia has never been a good card. Sorry. Nah. Rosalia has Bioplume. never been a good card. They always, they always give the good stuff to Vileplume. Yeah. Boo! This is why I don't play this dumb game. <laughs> um... Yeah, we'll have to circle back on what what resources are good. There's a, there there are like um, TCG podcasts out, Pokemon TCG podcast. There are Pokemon competitive podcasts out there, uh, like the Poke Sports podcast, which I was on before. Like they're really great if you want something competitive in Sword and Shield. Anyways, this is off Pokemon.com. The TCG Shining Fates Premium Collection Shiny Crobat V Max and Shiny Dragapult V Max now available. They launched March March fifth. Uh, they went up on Pokemon Center. They sold out, I'm not joking, in about 45 seconds. Each will have a promo card. One, obviously, the Shiny Crobat will have the Shiny Crobat. The The other one will have Shiny Dragapult. Uh, they will have the bigger promo cards that you can collect. And then they have uh, coins. And then each come with seven booster packs. So And seven Shining Fates booster packs. And Shining Fates has a pretty good hit rate. So what that means is, like, you're more likely to pull the fancy full art cards than not. Uh, but it is a smaller set. The thing that people want is Charizard. Uh, I think Eternatus is, like, a $30 card, which is pretty okay. But, but is it, like, a card 
like a good card to use in your deck or Eternatus is good if ADP didn't exist. Um nah, nah. uh Charizard's not good. It's just Charizard. <laughs> it's just Charizard. <laughs> How much longer are we gonna be under the yoke of ADP? August. When do they finally August. get Okay. August and then ADP will be gone. Unless for whatever reason they do some weird rule. They reprint it? Change. They could reprint it, yeah. So Shining Fates Premium Collection is apparently out there. Good luck finding it. Speaking of more TCG stuff, they showed some more cards for Battle Styles. Obviously, this set is already available in Japan, so you could have probably looked it up. But they showed off on Pokemon.com Tapu Koko, uh, Urshifu, there's the Single Strike Urshifu V, there's the Rapid Strike Urshifu V, there's the Tapu Koko V, there's the Tapu Koko V Max, there's a Flapple V Max in the set. Uh, what? Which, I'm in. Which I'm looks back really in. great. <laughs> Flapple me up. <laughs> Love me some Flapple. The, probably the chase card in the set, chase card being meaning the most sought after card would be the Secret Art Urshifu. Uh, it's really hard to explain. It's a good looking card though. Uh, but mm. overall, Battle Styles is going to launch March 19th, so in about two weeks, and it will have 160 cards, which is not the biggest set in the world, but I still do think this is going to be more of a, not a collector set, but more of a set for people who want to play competitively, a competitive set, some would say. Yes. Although, well, uh, nothing's going to, ADP is still going to be good, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> But it's setting the foundation for a new sort of new new mechanic. Yes, which is battle styles. Do we so, know what that mechanic does yet? What? What? No, you just pick which battle style, and then the cards that you use in your deck support that battle style. So let's like you you if you do single strike battle style, then you build your deck with single strike cards. And do they have like a new synergy together, or is it just yeah. that? So, for example, it'll the so some cards won't be single strike or rapid strike. They'll just be your normal cards, right? Like ADP doesn't say single strike or rapid strike in the corner. But if you have like a single strike Urshifu, um, and then maybe you have a single strike Esper, and then <laughs> I, I don't think Esper is single strike. I'm just naming. <laughs> but then you had a single strike Machamp. The Machamp might have an ability that says any single strike card in play will get a uh, 20 okay. plus damage boost. So ADP wouldn't get that because it doesn't say single strike, but any card that does would get that boost. Yeah. So it would encourage you to build decks around the single strike slash rapid strike mechanic. But since this is the first set, none of that will really be good until three months later when a more single strike rapid strike will be introduced. Yeah, but the thing is, like, also, they may introduce core cards for this mechanic that may not get reprinted in the future. So it's kind of like buy-in now so that you have those cards that are going to be important in a year from now. I think that this will be the first thing that you will be able to walk into Target and buy (laughs) off the shelf. (laughs) Maybe not right away. How many Charizard are in the set? Zero Charizards, zero well, Pikachus. How many Pikachus? Zero Ooh. Pikachus. How many Rose Raids are in the set? I don't think any. Why? But if you want to know how many Urshifus are in games. the set, probably like six. If you like Urshifu. <laughs> I I mean, I haven't looked at the, the card list, so this is c- completely off the top of my head. But my suspicion is that it's probably weighted heavily towards f- fighting types. Uh, yeah, I like fighting I am in water. looking at... 
a website that is showing Japanese versions, and Sviper and Zangoose are shown, and they are not Those two Pokemon like to fight each other. That's what I've heard. So, okay, here's a quiz. Which one is single strikes and which one is rapid strikes? Do you? I would do, assume I know the answer. that the Sviper is rapid and the Zangus is single. Oh, uh, wait, 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 wait. Because snakes can go. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I agree with this. You're wrong. Sviper <laughs> <laughs> is the single strike. It just. And then uh, only out. once. Only once. Well, only once. It only poison. needs once. One and done. One and done. Zangoose has to scratch a whole bunch, I see. apparently. I guess that makes sense. It was, a, it was 50-50. It was, and you got it wrong. <laughs> also of Pokemon.com, the Pokemon TCG Top Deck Academy Episode 5 is available. I feel like the last time we talked about this was Episode 1. So they are continuing to put out episodes on their YouTube. So if you are trying to learn how to play the... Pokemon trading card game, Top Deck Academy is probably what you want to watch, I guess. How many... Did we say they were doing 10? I think we guessed Are they we were going to do 10. Are we halfway through? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because what does 5 cover? Uh, it covers... Oh, step 5 covers energy cards. Tool mm-hmm. cards, recovery, search cards. Gives you a deck here. Gives you a Cottony uh, Greedent Crobat deck. <laughs> Not sure what recovery means. That's... Like healing yourself? I guess. Step one was the main deck. Step two was tools. Step three was recovery cards. Step four, draw and search cards. And step five, okay. energy cards. In this instance, the recovery is using an ordinary rod to get the Whimsicott out of your discard pile. That's what I was going to say. Recovering things from discard. A very yeah. Sableye-type mechanic. Yes. Okay. And then the last bit of TCG news was a collaboration has been finalized between Pokemon. We already Co- talked about wow. this. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but you see the transition was like we 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 start with the TCG and then we do the TCG slash Pokemon Go and then it transitions into Pokemon Go. See as a host, in my head I had a structure. I, yeah, I, one I of these days as the host, you might want to put an outline for us. Yeah, you could reveal that to the rest you of could us. Just so say, we this know is what, what the master plan is, even though this po- program is completely scripted. <laughs> And I'm, I, yeah, that's why if, anybody's watching it. the video, like I can, I, you, my eyes keep darting to the side to yeah. look at the script. To script. Sure the script. See where we are. Okay, so what does this mean? Nothing. Part one of the collaboration is Professor Willow will appear in the Pokemon trading card game in the summer of 2021, which marks the five-year anniversary of Pokemon Go. We plan for this card to be attain- obtainable in regions around the world where TCG is sold. Starting in late May of 2021, we plan to announce art and content of the Professor Willow card and details on how the card will look in each area. Does this mean that Willow will have a different design for each language? We will then make announcements for further collaborations uh, to be determined, so we hope you look out for those. And then if you didn't know, the Pokemon Trader Card Game is a two-player game, head-to-head card game, based on the Pokemon video game series. You can experience the fun and collecting of the Pokemon Trading Card Game, building your own decks, buying cards from scalpers, and using Pokemon in battles. <laughs> Weird <laughs> that they included that part on the website. Yeah. Scalpers, yeah. Uh, I can already tell you what the Professor Willow card, like, mechanic is going to be. It's going to be supporter, number one. <laughs> It's going to be discard yes. your hand, draw seven Dis- cards. Discard your hand and draw seven cards. <laughs> with, uh, literally discard every- your hand. Pokemon professor has ever done. What if it's discard your hand to get five candies from a judge? 
What if it was? And then the judge brings over a selection of candies for you to take, and then you're just down, but you have a snack. What if it was discard your hand, search in your deck for three raspberries? <laughs> yeah, I think that I think this is exciting. I, I think people genuinely do like Professor Willow. I think we could all agree that like when Pokemon Go came out, no one really actually cared about Willow or the three team leaders. And sure. they kind of really gave them Except character. Sparky. We care about Sparky. Yeah, we care about Sparky. I don't think people cared about that dude until he dabbed. No, everybody <laughs> cared about that dude because he was awesome. Because Team Instinct is amazing. Correct. Nobody cared about your other boring leaders because they did nothing but stand there and look judgy. Did they even give them names? I, yeah, yeah. I don't there's, know. Yes, there's Spark and then... Um, there's Lady Blue and Lady Red. Oh, gosh, what is her name? It's not Gloria. Yeah, exactly. Blanche, Blanche. <laughs> name is Blanche. Blanche. It is Blanche. What is the the red lady's name? Exactly, Lady Red and Lady Blue. No, her exactly. name is Blanche, which means white. So oddly, odd choice for is names. Is it not Blanche? I'm pretty sure it's Blanche. Uh, team Mystic Leader is Blanche. Ha. It is Blanche. But who's the other I'm one? I'm gonna say it's. I do. Hmm. I'm going to say it's Victoria, because V for Valor. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I don't think that's how it works either, because Sparky is not starting with a Y. Yeah, but it has a Y at the end. Correct. No, his name is Spark. It's not Sparky. Sure. I mean, it's Sparky to his friends. Exactly. Those of us... Okay, so it is Candela Oh, Candela. Blanche. And Spark. Big fan of the chandelier, I bet. <laughs> I guess. Okay, so I think if I, I do think it would be cool, and I guess let me reread the sentence again. Starting in late May of 2021, we plan to announce the art and content of the Professor Willow card and details how the card will look in each area. That's such a vague sentence. I'm assuming mm -hmm. oh. each area is like each different area of where the language changes so like the german cards the italian cards the spanish cards the japanese cards so is i that have to make a correction what blanche is non-binary they have confirmed oh i thought it was, i thought um candela was non-binary no i just had to look at i just looked this up i didn't know hmm. all right i'm in i'm into this now <laughs> i'm into i'm into the deep lore I've gone down. I've gone down their biographies now. <laughs> this is like when I was telling my friend the other night. I was like, "Oh, do you know Gibraltar is gay in Apex Legends?" And he was like, "What?" Now I'm super into Gibraltar, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "I thought everyone knew this." It was like the thing that people... I, didn't, I didn't even know there were characters in Apex Legends. Yeah, yeah. There's a non-binary. There's a, a bisexual. There's a, a gay character. They got they got lore for every single character. It's pretty great. I thought Gibraltar was an island. Between Spain and Africa. That, that is true. I didn't know that until after I learned oh, who Gibraltar why, why, was. Why, why would you know basic world geography? Oh, I was like, oh, wow, <laughs> Gibraltar is a sweet name. And then I was like, oh, wait. I did also didn't know Mozambique is like a place. I just thought what? Mozambique was a gun. And I was like, ah, oh, Mozambique's when a bad it, gun. And then I was like, oh, Mozambique's a, a place. Look, Apex I Legends has taught me a lot. Apex Legends has taught me more about the world than anything that I did <laughs> it, in MPS, Milwaukee Public Schools. <laughs> it didn't, because you thought these things were guns and people, so uh, not yeah. places. But now I know because of Apex Legends. <laughs> 
<laughs> I this like hurts because I did my whole senior thesis in when I was graduating from university on Mozambique and I can tell you <laughs> so much <laughs> about Mozambique. Well, let's start a new section, Mozambique Cast. That's a yes. podcast within a podcast. Okay. So again, going okay, back to the sentence. This website I'm on is terrible. It's not telling me anything about Gibraltar's actual life. It just says a gentle giant with a wild side. That tells me nothing. I think it's just like apexlegends.com, isn't it? And then it shows like all the characters and you click on them and it gives you like a three paragraph summary of all of them. Okay. So starting in late oh May, gosh. we plan to announce the art and content of the Professor Willow card and details on how the card will look in each area. They didn't say cards. They said card. For me, if each card... If each Willow card has different art based on, like, German, English, Japanese, etc., I would want to actually collect them all. That would be pretty cool. But I'm going to assume they're not doing that. So a card is coming to the TCG based off Pokemon Go. So are we assuming that Pokemon Go is then getting something TCG-based? I mean, it's a collaboration. Yeah, it doesn't have to go one yeah, way. I, I actually, I don't think so. They could have, like, a... What in the TCG would come to go that would even make sense? Like a well, that's that's what happened. Um, maybe like one of those weird items that only exists in the TCG and not oh, de-evolution the spray. <laughs> there you go. Finally, you'll get your de-evolution spray. The de-evolution spray needs to be added to the main series game, but it's gonna be added to go, and then it'll be added to a main series game. They could have Once it maybe where you the help and go. You could hold a card like as a held like as a cosmetic. Maybe. Look, you can have it. a mega bracelet. Yeah, they love to, they love to sell clothes and items and stuff like that. Ooh, which are I there just socks do in the TCG? Not understand. No, there are no socks in the TCG, or there's no wrecked. socks in Pokemon Go. Maybe you have to. Maybe you have to buy Pokemon cards in Pokemon Go, and then you get a pair of socks with the cards. Because <laughs> it's just like going to Target to get socks, and then you're like, "Well, let me grab some Pokemon cards since I'm here." Speaking of sniffing out cards at Target, this is off PokemonGoLive.com. Sniff out legendary Pokemon in the Searching for Legends event. What? You see that transition? No. Uh, We are kicking off Search of Legends for the Search of Legendary Pokemon. Any successful search requires a good sense of direction. And there's one Pokemon equipped to help in that regard. It's Nosepass. Chatot. The compass Pokemon will be appearing in greater numbers to help you sniff Ugh. out the leads to, to find a variety of ground rock and steel type Pokemon. Starting on Tuesday, March 9th to Sunday, March 14th, local time, the following Pokemon will appear more in the wild. Your Diglets, your Geodudes, your Magnemites, Nosepass, Aeron, Baltoy, Rog, and Rolla, your Drillbur, and more. And if you are lucky, you may find a shiny Nosepass. The following Pokemon will be attracted to incense. Alolan Diglett, Alolan Geodude, Magnemite, Nosepass, Aeron, Laeron, my favorite dog Pokemon, Beldum, Roller, Drillbur, and more. The following Pokemon will hatch from 5k eggs. Magnemite, Nosepass, Aeron, Baltoid, Beldum, Drillbur. The following Pokemon will appear in one-star raids. Alolan Diglett, Nosepass, Roller, Drillbur, Ferocid. Yes, I'm saying it right. You are all saying it wrong. And Clink. True. The following Pokemon will be appearing in three-star raids, Alolan Graveler, Magnemite, Skarmory, Matang, 
And if you complete field research task or time research, you will encounter Pokemon like Nose Pass. So here's the shiny is much better than regular. Yeah, the shiny is pretty good. It's gold. Oh man, Probo Pass is so bad. <laughs> it's just so bad. <laughs> Let's talk about some drama first. I like drama. Where yeah. the drama came from. So this was uh, also the internet. Pokemon- <laughs> <laughs> Reddit. Also off Pokemon Go Kanto Tour. Due to a technical issue that occurred from the Pokemon Go Kanto Tour, some trainers were be- were able to access the ticketed portion of the event without purchasing a ticket. We talked about this. This was uh, part of the... No, we didn't. We, we didn't, didn't talk, talk about, about this. this. This is news to me, buddy. So when we were playing the Go Kanto Tour... Remember when we were walking yeah. around the mall avoiding COVID? Yeah. There there was people people brought to our attention that there were, some people had issues and there were going to be a makeup event, right? But we didn't no. really talk about the issues. We just knew that there was going to be a makeup event like two hours into the I mean, the I event. heard that there was a makeup event, but I thought the issue was that it just didn't get turned on for them. No, there was two issues. I did not know that people... Oh, so, okay. so one What's issue, the other issue? So one issue was people bought tickets, but they couldn't pick red or green, and so they couldn't actually start the day. Oh, I had they, that problem a little bit. I had yeah, to, like, they couldn't. They couldn't pick a team, so they couldn't start the day until they picked a team. But it wasn't letting them pick a team. But I think that was only like New Zealand, like the first early ones. The second issue was some people just had the ticket. They didn't buy it or anything, but they had the whole quest line. Everything showed up in their profile. They were able to do the catch the Pallet Town hour, the Viridian hour, the Fuchsia hour. They didn't do anything. They just had it. Niantic said they're going to do makeup event. They announced what the makeup event here is, um, and it's not really an event. Uh, so from Friday, March 5th, so you should have it in your game right now, to Monday, March 5th. That's not how time works. Friday, March 5th to April. <laughs> Monday, oh, April, I said April, March 5th. April, not March. <laughs> from Friday, March 5th to April 5th, uh, you will have uh, timed research, and the timed research will give you 30 Ultra Balls, one Lure Module, one Poffin, one Super Incubator, one Lucky Egg, three Pin Apps, one Star Piece, one Elite Fast TM, which yeah, I guess is pretty good, one Charged Elite Fast T- it's Elite Charge TM, another, a regular Charge TM, that's useless, uh, a Fast TM, and a 100 Mew Candy, and you will get a bundle for three free remote raid passes in the game shop and that's it so people were upset because they wanted a actual like time an event where they could go out for x amount of time catch pokemon and have a second chance at you know what was given to us during the kanto event instead they're just, they're just giving us some items in a field research like format and there are no spawns there are no more hitmonchans in the wild or hitmonlees in the wild there's no laprises you know that's what i think from the majority of what people wanted was pokemon spawns not necessarily just items to make up for it i'm confused as to why we're getting an a month of stuff because some people Oh, this Got is not access. a month of stuff. I already finished the first oh, yeah, yeah. research <laughs> tasks. I mean, I sort of looked at it, but whatever. But I don't get why. Why? Because some people got access without purchasing a ticket. We're getting more stuff. Well, no, it's for the people who didn't get access, even though they had purchased a ticket, rather than giving them a refund. Because that's not mentioned on their website. Because it says, due to technical issues that occurred during Pokemon 
go to or can't do. Some trainers were able to access the ticketed portion of the event without purchasing a ticket. We apologize for this issue. To help trainers who purchase a ticket feel like they're receiving its value, paid ticket holders will be able to participate in a bonus event. Oh, so the people who didn't pay but got a ticket won't get this bonus event. Yeah. He kinda. So kind this... of? I, I'm okay, very hold on. confused okay, okay. as to why this is even happening. Okay, so, okay. So people who didn't spend twelve let, let's break this down. People who didn't spend twelve dollars got into the event for free, but not on their own accord. It just it just happened, happened. right? They, they there was no nothing malicious. They just they woke up, they had the event, they were able to participate in it. Niantic wasn't going to remove it. Good on Niantic for not removing it from these players. Just you you messed up Niantic. Just give it to them. They did. So for whatever reason. People were upset that they paid $12 and these people over here didn't. That sounds like human beings and the internet both. I personally, because we all come to this show for my opinion, apparently, (laughs) I don't care. We do? Those, uh, well, all of our opinion. But like, (laughs) if you want my opinion, somebody accidentally get, somebody who didn't do anything accidentally got into the event, didn't ruin or affect my enjoyment of what I no. paid for. Like, Correct. good on them. Hey, they got in? Cool. Sometimes things happen in life, whatever. So when Niantic was like, we're going to give you something because we messed up, my day wasn't messed up. I get that some people, they had issues, they couldn't connect, some people couldn't log in right away, some people, like, I can honestly say from the 12 hours I played... Or 10 hours. I don't know how long it played. It was flaw-free. Like, I think even my app only crashed, like, once, and I just had to swipe up and then reload it and was fine. Like, that's just... That has nothing yeah, to do with the event. my app didn't even crash yeah. at all, which I mean, is, like, amazing crashed, for a Pokemon always, Go event. That always happens. I, I can't, in good conscience, sit on this program or sit in front of an audience and be like, man, these these rewards suck. The, the Niantic owes me more. Because, like, I my event was fine. Like, I, they delivered exactly what they said it was flaw free i had a good time like if they're giving giving me extra items cool but like i i have nothing to complain about the event itself was good <laughs> like i can't i don't anyways so now here's the problem here's the drama well that that was drama in itself here's the second drama this okay. is of kotaku i'm just gonna read the headline it's gonna explain everything pokemon go makeup event for letting players without tickets lets in players without tickets so Niantic pushed the makeup event to all the people who bought a ticket, but all of those people that accidentally got the ticket in the first place got this event as well. <laughs> oh, now I want a double makeup event. <sighs> You'd think that they would have, like... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Double checked before they pressed the button. Mm. Oh, this during is like when they and turned off all the shinies. During February's celebration of the 25th oh. anniversary, Pokemon Go featured a pretty, a pretty pricey of special event. That's what Kotaku is saying. I don't know, twelve dollars. I thought was okay, but I'm an adult. Celebrating the monsters' original homeland, the Kanto region, they charged a hefty twelve dollars to play. So people found they could join without having bought a ticket. Others became angry. Niantic reacted quickly to the and apologized and announced it would hold a special bonus quest chain to make it up. 
that started yesterday in Australia and New Zealand. And with just perfect script writing, as Eurogamer reports, it was briefly available to people who haven't paid. So you have to think whoever's responsible for switching on the event sat at a computer with 80 different sticky notes around their monitor that says, <laughs> don't make it open to everyone, while various colleagues and bosses popped in their head to say, remember, don't make it open to everyone. Then came the moment, and it just went into pieces. The the pro the, okay so yeah I don't I don't know what they do at this point like do they just refund people twelve bucks do they give people a makeup event for the makeup event I I don't know they call all of these people's moms so that their moms <laughs> can call them and say just because somebody else got something doesn't take away from your experience stop being a mean person just like it it clearly wasn't everybody it was just like no, some people got it. Some people got the ticket, and then some people who got the ticket that was, didn't buy the ticket also got the makeup event as well. I mean, I do, I, I side with the people that are like, how does Niantic keep messing this up? I'm not sure. Well, that's well, understandable. We, I mean, that, that is quality a Quality control is non-existent. Like, it, like it, it is frustrating when things just get shut off like there was like six months where paris wasn't even in the game anymore yeah um there was an instance <laughs> you know nobody complained about that <laughs> somebody <laughs> did complain and then they added it back that person literally the been. worst bug and grass type <laughs> that exists and then like last week somebody found a shiny paris and they caught it and then it turned into a regular ditto which is frustrating <laughs> Like, I don't understand how, you know, shinies get turned off. I don't understand how Pokemon go missing. This seems a little bit more complicated than that. How are we pushing an event to people who paid when probably in the system it says that these people also... I, I don't know. It, 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 I get the frustration on that end, but I don't know what they would do to make people happy at this point. And I don't know if well, you, you can't. Right, because those people are already upset that I mean, they paid $12 and somebody else didn't pay $12 and they feel like their experience is worse because they, I don't know. This is the same issue I have when people say a remake ruins their childhood. It's like the remake of your favorite movie did not go back in time and obliterate Correct. that timeline. You still have that experience because somebody else got something for free. Okay, good on them. It was a fluke. It's like... I paid a dollar at a chance at winning the lottery. I didn't win. It's not a big deal. Somebody mm -hmm. else sometimes wins. It's not a huge... I The fact that people are upset and that this was deliberately to give them... Give us a month of makeup stuff for people who got... For an unknown percentage of people who got free access to an event in error. It's been five years. They have added a lot to these games. Code gets wonky over years like something somebody writ wrote five years ago that somebody didn't fully understand or see or a little bit of weird code got left somewhere causes problems it just happens there's stuff that happens in mmos all the time any sort of constantly updating game where old code still exists when they add something new sometimes something breaks that is what happens? It's weird to me to be upset to, to learn somebody else got in for free and be like, I demand this be made up to me. Well, I, I think the upset <laughs> part is, and it, I, I really think that it ties back to the thing that I keep saying about Pokemon Go, is 
when when you're paying for a Pokemon Go event, you're paying for the experience. You're not paying for the Pokemon that you catch, right? You're paying for... I mean, that's how we've come to terms with how, how wacky and weird these events are, but yes, I and, agree. And now... It's kind of like the the related argument that the complainers are making is, I was paying for exclusivity, and you failed to exclude these other people, right? And that's just like, what what a what a rotten yeah. way to, to think of the world. Honestly, yeah. I could I, to go back to the first complaint of well, Niantic just they're just giving us a bunch of items. Which is funny because I, I I've always said on this program like like the Mr. Mime event right if you add up the items you go like that's more than what was Mr. Mime eight dollars like that's more than eight dollars and then Greg's argument was like some people don't care about the items so that doesn't mean anything right. to them which is funny because they release a bunch of items and people went I don't care about the items I care about the Pokemon which I kind of now see that point of like yeah, those people I, I mean, want Pokemon spawns they don't want a bunch of items that you yeah. know. I mean, yeah. that as as a makeup event, this choice is poor. That I agree. Yes. Like, I don't think that the the thing that they've listed where we get items makes up for having those spawns who are only supposed to spawn for me. Although, but like, we're putting weird we put weird values on Chinese, anyways. <laughs> like, I I get I get like. I get the complaint that there's a weird disconnect, that a month that's just giving me a bunch of items that I probably won't use doesn't make up for the fact that I was supposed to get access to these limited things. Where it falls apart is I still got access to those limited yeah. things for the appropriate amount of time. But, like, but I, if, I will tell if, you this. A lawyer and an accountant got into a room together and said, how do we provide sufficient monetary value so that when somebody sues us for not making this yeah. exclusive event exclusive, we can say we actually actually compensated you with monetary value. Pokemon yeah. in Pokemon Go, strangely enough, have zero monetary value. Items that you yeah. can purchase in the shop have a designated monetary value. Yeah. So that they can now say, we gave you the opportunity to get $20 worth of items yeah. for your $12 ticket. Yeah, yeah, there might be legal implica implications. I mean, for there, that. there's not might be. There are legal <laughs> implications for that. There's, there's no might in that whole thing. Legally, if they're going to make it up, they do have to do something that they can avoid getting sued over through weird clauses. Yeah, yeah. I, I would be in the camp where I would want like a three-hour event. They did this for the Go Fest. Right. They were like, okay, we messed up GoFest. Here's a three hour Saturday event. The problem with that, though, is th people can't make that event. Even if you, right. if, even if you say the event is a month out, some people can't get off work. They might be traveling. A uh, family thing might come up. And then you get the complaints of like, well, they did a makeup event, but I couldn't do it. Or they do the makeup event and, you know, RNG is RNG. And they go, well, I did the three hour makeup event and I didn't get a single shiny. So ugh, it was completely worthless. Like, this everyone is getting the same rewards in the and in, in this instance, but I do agree with people that like I really did expect like three hours of spawns. Like I did expect that, but we got a bunch of items. But also, again, going back to the mustard, uh, the event was fine for me. <laughs> I didn't have any issues. I am not a person to complain. But if you had a if you were one of those people where like half the day the game didn't work, 
I do feel bad for you because that sucks. Mm-hmm. It really, really sucks that like you spent twelve bucks and you couldn't even play some of the event. Like that is unfortunate, and I that that I think is valid. <laughs> like if you were barred from the thing that you purchased, you should either get a refund or something to actually make up the day, depending yeah. on how it blocked you out. Like how long were you locked out? How long? Like could you just not play at all? I mean, there are issues with timing and whatever. I mean, at this point, Niantic should just give everyone who bought a ticket, like, 1,200 coins or whatever. Just deposit. They did this for the first GoFest. Well, they gave everyone $100 worth of coins, but at this true, point, like, true. just give people $1,200 worth of coins. Let them buy incense or lucky eggs or incubators. Because they can't... I mean, is there anything... They can't do another event on top of... They can't do an event right. <laughs> for a makeup event and then do another makeup event. Just give people coins... Is there anything in this list that you can't buy in the store? The elite, just the Mew candy. You can't. You can't buy the Mew candy. You can't buy silver pinaps. You cannot buy um, Ultra Balls. You can't buy um, charge. You can't TM- buy Ultra Balls. No, I don't think so. Mm. You can't. <laughs> you can get them in the boxes, like the free yeah, boxes. the free boxes. Maybe that's what I'm thinking about. Okay. Um, you can't buy charge TMs or fast charge TMs, but those come from raids. The thing that is actually of value here, and it of value is depending on how you play. Dubious. Um, yes. Is the elite fast and elite charge TMs. Those are only available at high levels of Go Battle League. And those are only available during community days where you spend the $12 on that community day scam box. And they're only available like once a month mm. to buy, and they're minimum like twelve bucks, and they're pretty rare. I overall. mean, so that I mean that's interesting as far as how they've decided to make this up. Because as I mean, I get it. As much as they would love to turn on shinies for a day, I'm sure it's not that simple because they have to get clearance and they have to do all the things and look at community days and da 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 da. This at least. I mean, like the list, I'm sure this is, this is more, this would cost you more in the store plus time than the $12 cost you for the event. Like in that, in that viewpoint, these, these rewards make sense. The elite fast and the elite charge is in itself is one of those is worth like the 12 bucks and they're giving you two technically, theoretically. I mean, they're covering, they're covering their bases. I, I get the complaints that it would be better to be able to access the shinies that should have happened during that day. I, I could see the only way I could see around this is just saying they would turn those shinies on and have them spawn at normal odds throughout this month and just say, good luck, you have a month to find them. But I mean, there are people who are never, never going to find them, but at least that could be a way to sort of negate I did get my Pokemon. Like you, you have a month to try to find them. So if it's really, really important to you, use your own time to hunt them down. But like these rewards, at least make up for the cost of that ticket. I mean, granted, provided the people who did get the ticket are also not getting these. But like that's a whole separate issue. Yeah, yeah. Like there's just that's just it's it's just a buggy code thing. Um. This whole thing is just weird. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't hate the items. I go, I'll eventually do it this month, I'm sure. I wasn't even aware it was happening until I looked at my page. I'm like, 
why is this a thing? Why are these a? Why am I getting new events? I didn't. Well, ask and also for this. the fact that we haven't been receiving news alerts. Yeah, at all for alerts, like a couple so. of weeks. <laughs> My news help. alerts have all been code and code. I don't understand. We'll find out probably next week what they do to rectify this. I guess. Uh, there's nothing to do. The, 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 here's the thing: you're never going to be happy with somebody's solution. Period. Yeah. <laughs> like. There are always going to be people who are fine with it, and there's always going to be people who are unhappy about it. The only person that can close the gap is you. So figure out how you make peace with the solution that they came up with, because they have a set of criteria that, one, they're never going to tell you about because they're a corporation. (laughs) Two, that their legal team is never going to allow them to tell you about because they don't want to get sued. And three is hitting as many points as they feel they need to cover, both legally and as a corporate good name-wise, without breaking the bank, without setting weird precedent. So, welcome to corporations and capitalism. Shake hands with it. This is the bed we're sleeping in. Walk across the bridge. Also, stop bringing Agrons to raids. I don't want to see your Agron. Agron is one of my best Pokemon. In a raid. What about my Mega Aggron? Yeah. Yeah, fine. Good. Yeah, bring that. I don't know. Just before we go to break, PSA, I've done five to six, maybe ten Tornadus. I have seen some wild Pokemon being brought to Tornadus. I saw somebody bring a Tauros. I saw somebody bring a Dodrio. I've seen people bring Lugia. Tornadus is just a flying-type Pokemon. <laughs> it's weak to rock. It's weak to electric. It's weak to ice. What? I'm maybe sure that that Tauros has, like, wild charge. I am confident, though. I am so confident that you probably have an electric-type Pokemon with electric-type moves that you can bring listen, over that Tauros. I don't understand. Pokemon Go, you have become that guy. I go to the raid... Pokemon Go picks six and says, <laughs> mm-hmm. use these six, and those are the six that I okay. use because I, if I, I was to pick and choose. Look, I got you. In, bo- in these two situations where I saw these like, right, Lugias, guy. And, uh-huh. and when I saw these Lugias and I saw these Tauros, we were in a raid with four. Me, the person who invited me, and then in both instances, there were different people who invited me. I'm not going to name any names, but when somebody invites me to a raid and go, I think... You know me, I'm sporting a mega, mega Ampharos right now. You better believe I'm showing this bad boy off. I join, I see there's three other people. I go, okay, that's all right. We can do it with four. Two of those people in both the raids were 25. We're, we're, we're working with low-level people here. That's fine. Why, hey, are you, I, why are you even playing Pokemon Go with anybody who's under level 40? It's true. It's very true. I graced my presence with my mega Ampharos. Look. We I, both raids went to like ten seconds left, which is fine. We were able to do it. My boy, my boy, Ampharos carried. They great, but this is this is the this is the the problem which I've always talked about in my Twitch stream, where people don't evolve or they power up Pokemon because they are under this mindset like, oh, the people at the raid told me not to evolve uh, anything that isn't a ninety eight percent or higher Geo dude. No, look, the Kanto event just happened. You probably caught a million Geodudes. Literally, whatever the highest CP one is, evolve it. You don't have to spend any extra Stardust. Any, Just evolve the highest CP one. You'll have a beefy, chonky, 
And whatever Graveler evolves into Golem, you'll have a beefy, chunky Golem that will be great against Tornadus. You don't have to spend any Stardust. You don't have to worry about IVs. Just in a situation, if you're thinking to yourself, I'm going to do a couple Tornadus. Or what, what's after Tornadus? Thunderous? I'm going to do a couple Thunderous. Just evolve your highest CP1. You'll have good raid counters. And then down the line, when you have a bunch of Stardust and a bunch of Candy, then you can evolve your 98 perfect attack Geodude. But I am frustrated because you're bringing Tauros to a raid and you're probably frustrated because you're not doing a lot of damage. And I get this all the time where people are like, I, I, don't, I don't like to join raids. I feel embarrassed. I don't have anything good. Yeah, you're right. You don't have anything good. You got Tauros. Evolve a Geodude. It's fine. You know rock is weak. You know flying is weak to rock. But all, all of this time, people are so scared to evolve Pokemon because of this mindset that has existed in Pogo. Just evolve, just catch a high CP one, evolve it, use it, it's fine, it'll work, it's good. You'll be able to go through raids faster, no one's gonna, no one, no one knows when they see your Geodude, when you, they see your Golem, whether it's perfect or not. But they'll, they'll be like, at least they brought the right counter, not a Tauros. <laughs> People think I about mean, this stuff way I too much. Barely notice what the other things are in the rain. One hundred percent. Because you, you, I am not yes, looking agree. at my phone. I am literally tapping my thumb over the button until it's done. Look, if there's twenty people, oh, in the I just raid. love people who go to raids. Uh, and I'm pretty sure there's people in this conversation right now who are in that set who don't even like try to hit the like big attack button. They just like tap everywhere else on the screen <laughs> except for the big attack button. And I'm like, I only tap the big I attack button the because I button. want it to go off the second it's available. The Look, if, is you, available. if you are Fire. in a raid with 20 people, by all means, bring six Stantler. I encourage it. It'll be fine. If all 20 people brought six Stantler each, I guarantee you the raid will be able to be complete. I'm just saying when it, there's only four people and we're down to timer. I don't want to see that Tauros or that egg run across from me. <laughs> Maybe they already went through their golem and they're down to they, what they, they have didn't. Left. They started with mm-hmm. a Lugia. <laughs> and Lugia's not even super effective against Tornadoes. I mean, look at you taking notes on other people's business. <laughs> well, yeah, this is why nobody I'm, likes playing with because, you. Because the reason I took notes is because I had to actually <laughs> look at the video game to play it. Normally, I'm just like, tap, 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 we're good. I'll see you guys in 60 seconds when it's over. I'm going to look ahead. In this instance, I'm like, I have to optimize. I'm going to wipe right here. I'm going to end the game early. i got to revive six, get back in. That's fine. Look, if you need Pogo help, let, let me know in the, in the Discord or the Slack. I'll help you out. We'll get you some good counters. Okay, let's take a break. When we come back, we got some Sword and Shield stuff. Yeah, that's about it. Just some Sword and Shield stuff left. And then Question of the Week and Pokemon of the Week. We will be right back. The two seconds of time we saved in Raid was off put by the five hours of Steve going, Bring it to Mega Hound Doom! Oh, yeah, you I'm should so be happy I'm so Hound Doom! I got the Mega Hound Doom! Mega Hound Doom swept that dude so many times. But the point being is. Mega Hound Doom! Sweeping the floor, sweeping the floor, smacking out, dude. Sweeping the floor with that guy, smacking out, dude. Sweeping the floor, sweeping the floor, smacking out, dude. Sweeping the floor with that guy. Mega Hound Doom swept that dude 
so many times. But the point being is... Hey, hey, some of you guys know that I am partnered with G Fuel, and right now G Fuel is running a G Fuel, it's a play on March Madness, it's called G Fuel Madness, they're running a competition right now, they picked 64 of their G Fuel partners, and they they brought it down last week to 32, I'm the top 32 now because of people using my code, so I'm letting you guys know on the podcast that if you want us to get to top 16 and you're interested in G Fuel and you want some flavors and some caffeine in your life, you can go to gfuel.com and you can save 30% off your order using my code PKMNCAST and try some G Fuel. They got starter kits, gives you seven flavors, gives you it, it puts it in a shaker cup. So if for whatever reason you don't like the seven flavors, you get a cup at the end of it. But I think you'll like it because I like it. I've been drinking G Fuel for over two years. I really like it. Cut out all soda in my life. There's no sugar. It's great. Uh, some of my favorite flavors are Fazeberry, uh, Blue Chug Rug. Boy, these sound really weird if you've never heard of G Fuel. Hype Sauce is very good. Nemesis Tea is great. Uh, peach Rings, very good. Uh, hype, did I say Hype Sauce? Hype Sauce is good. Yeah. Um, so if you want to help try to move me to the top 16, uh, that's going on all week. 30% off. GFuel.com. Code PKMNCAST. If you have any questions, feel free to hit me up in the Discord or the Slack. I can answer any of your questions about G Fuel. It is caffeine. People like that. You drink it. It gives you uh, energy. But yeah, there you go. Uh, thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast. And we are back from our break. The final bit of Netflix stuff is happening. Well, I guess yeah, final bit of this, whatever. Yet. Off Pokemon.com, the adventure continues with Netflix, Pokemon The Journey. Twelve new episodes are now available. These are the final twelve episodes of this season. It will go from episode 37 to 48. I get well, the press release kind of says what happens. I don't want to spoil it for anyone, so we'll just I guess skip that part. <laughs> uh, I know some people are not completely caught up with the Pokemon anime, so that's available. Abby, Ash and Go will go on great adventures throughout a tiny, 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 tiny world. They will catch Pokemon. Pokemon will evolve. Uh, they will instantly teleport from Johto to uh, Sinnoh yes. in, in less than five seconds. It's very fascinating. Uh, I do want to say, uh, moving on to some Sword and Shield news here, is that you can still get the Pikachu with Sing. And you can still get the Toxtricity from GameStop. If you're in the U.S., EB Games, if you're in Canada, if you're outside of said two countries I just named, check with your local game store. Uh, but it should be available everywhere. I believe the Toxtricity and the Pikachu just go for another, like, two weeks. I don't have the exact dates in front of me, but you're listening to this podcast, so if you don't do something now... Bobby. You're Bobby. going to forget anyways, so it doesn't matter uh, if I tell you what the date is. If you, You're going to go like, oh, yeah, I should do that, and then, like, Bobby. just not do it. Um, Bobby. So do it. Uh, Bobby. <laughs> do, do that. We each got uh, six toxicity, yeah. right? Okay. Yep. I got six codes. Some other Sword and Shield news here is there's a new competition taking place in Sword and Shield. This is the Spike Month Cup, named after the gym, the gym, the gym with no Dynamax. The yes. the rule is you can't Dynamax in this in this online competition. So unfortunately, as it turns out, it's singles, not doubles. 
Uh, it will take place from Wednesday. Oh, sorry. You can register from Wednesday, March 3rd to Thursday, March 18th. And then the competition will take place Thursday, March 18th through the March 21st. Uh, they have the eligible Pokemon listed. You, it's three versus three. You do get 50 battle points for participating. No shirt or anything. Just 50 battle points. I'm out. The whole gimmick uh, no is you don't uh. Dynamax. I saw some people being like, oh, they're listening to us. We hate Dynamax. First off, that's a small majority of people. Secondly, that's a majority of people. Thirdly, <laughs> small minority. Minority, minority. sorry. Small minority. majority of people. Thirdly, did they not play the game? Did they not? Did they not just re- like I instantly when I saw the title Spike Month Cup? I uh, the first thing I thought was, oh, this is going to be no Dynamax because that is the whole gimmick of his gym. Yes, is he doesn't but believe in Dynamax. The talking about minorities and majorities. The majority of competitive VGC players play enough of the game to the point where they can do everything they need to do to get their VGC team and then stop playing, which is probably gym number three. So they never got to Spike Myth. <laughs> You're right. right. No, the, uh, I feel like, yeah, maybe probably gym three, actually. Maybe gym like one. Maybe they don't even need to get to a gym. I, I what Will is saying Training is a lot, a lot of competitive players will just get to the point of the game where they can I mean, build the a full team. I mean, the daycare is right after that yep. first gym, so, you, I mean, you would get, yeah, you would have to get past the first gym. You'd have to get past Milo to get to the The majority care. of the competitive daycare. players aren't even breeding their own Pokemon. <laughs> I know. True. Look. True, true. Look, look, look. Give, them, give some of them the benefit of the doubt. Okay, yeah, sure. I was excited. Well, I, I'm not excited singles. I was excited they were doing this just because I do like weird Dynamax. I do like weird battle formats. Like they did a, back in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, they did like a spooky cup. You were only allowed to use like ghost type Pokemon and that was really cool. Uh, and they, they've kind of been, even though they've been really good at like changing the rules every season and putting out these competitions, which, you know, and this is the first time we had a, we have had a rule change in, like, every, whatever, two, three months, because we're on rule, we're on eight, the rule version eight, and the game's been out a little over a year, that's just, like, they kind of, there's not been anything zany or wacky, like, <laughs> Like, give me only grass Pokemon, or give me only uh, a lowland slash Galarian well, forms, or... That one competition uh, where it was, like, you had to have a Pikachu on your team, it was, or it was, like, all electric types competition. This was a long time ago, because I was still living in D.C. So... I don't remember that one. I feel like there was, like, a holiday one, where it was, like, you're allowed to do, like, Delibird and Stantler and Jinx and... Pikachu and Cherubi. Pikachu is for every event. (laughs) Uh, Pikachu is forever. Every holiday is a Pikachu holiday, if you try hard enough. I felt like there was like one... Didn't they do one where it was like Pokemon standing on all fours? Am I imagining this? Where like they had to be on... No, that sounds familiar. Where like they couldn't be bipedal, they had to just be on like all four legs. I don't remember. Bipedal? Bipedal? Doesn't matter. Okay. I know what you're trying to say. That's all the news. I'm actually very sure we're missing something. It's been a long week. I mean, I looked around. I'm not seeing much. We can talk about Masters if we really wanted. Oh, yeah. We are missing Masters. Uh, yeah, there's not a lot to talk about. Leon is in the game. You pulled Leon. I did. I did, too. 
Well, congrats to both I of you. I have not very pulled powerful. Marnie. Marnie has eaten all of my gems. I got Leon in my first set, and then uh, still no Marnie, and Marnie's at 2%. Leon is what? Literally the most overpowered pair they put in the game? Leon? Yeah. Uh, I think Red is still better. I think, so what uh, happens when you Dynamax Charizard? Because that was the big question okay. last week. Nothing! Okay, so Dynamax isn't in the game yet. Uh, they said they were going to add... Nothing happens. They, okay, yeah. You, when you use his sync move, which is ultimately like a Z move, it does the explosion, exploding animation, but there, there is no Dynamax. I believe they talked... They said that Dynamax is coming, right? This is not a pipe dream of mine. For full disclosure, I am partnered with DNA, so I do know that some some stuff. <laughs> I mean, you would know more than I. Yeah, but I don't know what I'm allowed to say and not say. say. I'm pretty sure they said <laughs> Dynamax is coming. I... I'm pretty sure we all filled out a survey that said that we want Dynamax and Dynamax is coming. I mean, it's, I don't know where Leon falls in the actual power power list. With he's number two, the full I believe. Grid. Uh, so the top two are. Our Charizard. Put them both on your team. Char it up. You can technically have three Charizards if you want. Because you can get a Charizard from the egg. You can, and you can you assign can, it. Yeah, but then who is it partnered up. with? Okay, you just pick who you yeah. partner it with. You partner with yourself. Hmm. Yeah, you partner with your main character. Yeah, they did say this. Okay. <laughs> Sweating for a second. <laughs> Okay, this is. Uh, this, I mean, I this was a- really expecting. I would say this. I was really expecting when I use sync, when I would sync move Leon for Dynamax, what I would see the Dynamax thing, and it would cut back to the three pairs, and we would just see Charizard's giant foot and nothing else on screen. That was my wish. That did not happen. I was very disappointed in this game. This is uh, this is from <laughs> January fourteenth. Dynamax in development. For our two-year anniversary, we are working to bring you to bring you battles that have Dynamax Pokemon. With this feature, we hope to fi- provide a new way for players to enjoy battles. For more details, it'll be available at a later date, so stay tuned. So they they did say that. Um, there's uh, like no one, no one in the entire world would not think that Leon's Charizard wouldn't be the first pair to Dynamax. They're not yeah. going to put Leon in the game and be like, ah, well, we gave him Charizard, but also he can't Dynamax. Like, he is going to yeah. be able to Dynamax. Um, and that would make his Charizard different than Red's Charizard, because Red's Charizard can Mega Evolve. And your Charizard can, your if you get an Egg Charizard, that cannot Mega Evolve or Dynamax. It's just... Can it Z-move? Well, yeah. Well, when you use the Z-move in Masters, that's what Mega Evolves you. So you do the move, and then you Mega Evolve after the yeah. move. Oh. Yeah. You sync move. The sync move. Uh, there's some cool events going on in Masters right now. There's the, the yell event, which is pretty okay. You can get... Yeah. Um, and then uh, there's the, the Leon champion event. event. Yeah, the champion event with this with the going through the map. Although, I felt like the first half of the storyline for the champion event was good, and then they were just like, we have eight more things to fill in for conversations, so let's just... Have people talk to each other. <laughs> I do like I do like <laughs> Although, Leon and Marnie's and Piers's voices. I think they did a yes, good job. With those them. are very good. Uh, did you get? Have you gotten to the uh, Stephen Lance and Leon conversation? No, in I haven't Masters? gotten there yet. 
Okay, that is that is currently my favorite conversation <laughs> in the game. They have a very good conversation about a very, very important topic to two of them. Okay. This is also off Pokemon.com. Uh, in weeks ahead, you can look forward to Iris, Champion Iris, with Hydreigon, who will arrive on March 17th. Deantha and Gardevoir will arrive on March 30th. Finally. Finally. I know, and I've wasted my... Co- I said I was going to waste my stuff on Marnie, and I did. So now I have to build up to get the greatest champion in my roster. I thought I was Cynthia a fool. was already in the game. <laughs> Two Cynthia's. <laughs> uh, Gloria and Zacian will return, have returned. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, they say, brace yourself for uh, the blissful b- bonanza. It's coming back. It's where you knock out the blissies and get the lucky tickets and stuff. It's what totally- is that for? You 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 not really and, know what we. You always do the blissy the blissy bonanza. It's really really good because you knock them out, you get lucky tickets, and then you get lucky tickets to like change your skills. Oh, it's just to get the lucky cookies, right? Yeah 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 yeah. The lucky cookies. But the and, lucky cookies are random. Yeah, but you, you but the blissy gives you a ton of them, and then <sighs> you spend you spend your mm. RNG re-rolling your abilities, and then you spend them all, and then you go, oh, I didn't get the good ones, so I guess I'll wait for the next blissy bonanza. <laughs> what are the good ones? I don't know, like, like I, I, a lot of people like, um, gosh, I can't remember what it's called on Steven, but it's, it's, it's something where you get health back depending on damage you do, because Metagross, Metagross has no recovery, so when, oh, when, when you, but, but okay. Metagross has high flinch, so you like flinched all of them, and then you get health back, and it's really good. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what ability that's called. And then finally, we're adjusting your sync pair grids to be easier than ever. Players will automatically be able to convert co-op sync orbs. That's because they don't do co-op anymore. Create present sync grid builds and reset individual tiles instead of resetting your entire sync grid. These new features are available in the upcoming select multiple feature that will let players allow multiple sync grids at a time. And then they, yeah. So that's Iris is coming. Diantha is coming. Dynamax is coming. I don't know. I think Pokemon Masters is still what it is. If you haven't tried it, probably a good time to log in because there's a bunch of free yeah. gems. If you have tried it and you didn't like it, probably this update's not going to convince you. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's still the same game. Now but we'll no see co-op. how we'll see how much Dynamax changes. Okay, Greg, question of the week. Got to lubricate up. All right. Now's the time in the podcast for the question of the week. I see you didn't have it chosen. No, I have it right here. I just had to click the expand. (laughs) Uh, This is from Brandon from our Slack community. What is your favorite Pokemon event that you've been to in the past 10 years and the past 20 years? Uh, And I have to know when the events were. Wait, say that. Say it again. Repeat the question, because there were numbers that I didn't. Your pick favorite up on. Pokemon event you've been to in the past ten years, and then your favorite Pokemon event you've been to in the past twenty years. Uh, all right. So twenty <laughs> years is easy. Uh, it's it's going to be the, the one first... where you schooled all the kids at the Mall of America. The, the, no, the... <laughs> that was that was that was that was at, in Chicago. That was in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> no. Know your lore, Steve. Jeez. Uh, I only schooled one child. Uh, and two teens, and I was showing off my Torchic uh, Game Boy Advance. I was very popular 
at the Chicago event. No. I'm sure you were. Uh, Pokemon Rocks America that was in the parking lot of Mall of America uh, in 2004. Because East I had, parking lot or west parking lot? Uh, so it was the north parking lot when there was <laughs> there no nothing there. Because there's an Ikea there now. Ah. <laughs> but. Swedish took I actually over. had friends fly in from California to attend that event. So it was one of the first ever people came to do a Pokemon event that I got to meet with friends and hang out and do all Pokemon stuff. So that was my favorite for 20 years. The next year is when I went to Chicago, Pokemon Rocks America 2 or more. I don't know why. It was at Navy Pier in Chicago. Uh, and I went to that alone and schooled a bunch of children. I have to think of what happened in the last 10 years. Mm. What else? There was the there was the black and white event that Steve and I were at the Mall of Mirror together. We didn't know each other. That's true. Were you there when that person like fell down at the Pokemon Center and started bleeding? Yeah, yeah. So we were that close to each other. Yes. Well, we didn't know each other. Yeah, yeah. Because okay, this is this is a sad story. They they had a pop up Pokemon Center at Mall of America. This was for the black and white tour which I yep. traveled towards, which was going to be on my list of like favorite things I did. I got I, I, a bunch of my coworkers. This, you, you know the moment where you like, you know the moment in Pokemon where you are out of Pokemon and you want to get back into Pokemon, but you have to like convince no. somebody else to get into Pokemon with you. This is like, no. this is like a th- somebody, somebody listening to this will be like, yes. <laughs> so you like go I to mean, your, you go to like your friend and you're like, Hey, new Pokemon games are coming out. You should get one version. I should get the other and we should play it together. It'll be like Pokemon's lame. And it's like, yeah, but nostalgia. And then you convince them. And then you secretly both know that Pokemon wasn't lame. It was just like, right. You needed that person to go to the bathroom with you. That kind of situation. Um, <laughs> okay, sure. No, no. <laughs> okay. So like that, that's what happened. With my coworkers, when Black and White came out, because I was already into Pokemon, I was already doing a Pokemon podcast at the time, and then they were like kind of, kind of getting into Pokemon. They were like getting interested because Black and White was very new, and it appealed to a lot of people that you know haven't played Pokemon in a while. And I, I, I wouldn't say I alone convinced them, but together as a group, not only did I, not only did the four of us agree to get Black and White together, but we also agreed to rent a hotel outside of Mall of America, drive six hours to there and attend this the mall the black and white tour, um, which I would have never done solo. Like there's no way I would have just gotten in a car and drove to Mall of America by myself to like walk around a mall and be like, I like Pokemon. <laughs> I mean I think now <laughs> I would, but ten years ago, no. So anyways, we there's a po- there was a pop-up Pokemon Center at the Mall of America. Mm-hmm. It was on the first floor and there was a huge line but it wasn't as long as the line to play the Wii because they had yes. the Nintendo Wii on display. And that was insane. Like it was like a five hour wait to play like 10 minutes of Nintendo Wii. So we got in line for the Pokemon Center because we were there the day before the games launched. So it was open. And uh, I can't remember. The line wasn't terribly long, but somebody behind us. So I don't know where Greg was, but they were they were literally the couple behind us. They just like fainted. And no one caught them, so their head hit the ground, and then they just started bleeding. Um, and mm-hmm. I believe they had a seizure. I wasn't. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I believe mm. that's what it was. Uh, and then paramedics and everything came. And then there was this really awkward situation of like, do we leave the line? Like what? Because we we weren't like blocking them. Like they they because we were in the roped off part. They were in like the open before the roped off part. And then. 
everyone at the Pokemon Center just kept working. And so we yeah, like, what else are you gonna do? bought our plushes and then we watched <laughs> them get carried away. And it was like a really sad moment. This what also for the record, it says, what is yeah. your favorite experience? Like, that's not my why because it was favorite. It's just I remember it. But now I'm sh- I didn't know that Greg also saw that same thing because like, yeah, I mean, what uh, is we the likelihood in- of that? That you had to be there on that day. And it's not like it's one person fainting in a, in a huge time. I was there with my friend. Uh, Nursey, who's a doctor. And when the we we were aware that the paramedics arrived, and I remember saying, "Shouldn't you go over there to help?" And he's like, "No, that's why the paramedics are here." So I we weren't waiting in line; we were just in the area. We I just remember the paramedics arriving, um, so and sort crazy. of half we knowing so what was going on. Yeah, but it was what two thousand and it was whatever was that it was literally the year that black and white came out. Yeah, well, it had been two thousand and ten. Wait, no, Black and White came out in 2011 because I recently had a social media memory of, I'm going to start, I'm going to GameStop to get Pokemon White. When did you get married, Greg? 2012? 2014. Oh, okay. So yeah, you weren't, you probably weren't even listening to the podcast then. No, I wasn't. Hmm. Because uh, I don't think I started, I started listening to the podcast at, I want to say it was episode... And the line was probably for the so. Wii U, which came out in 2012, not the oh, Wii, which yeah, came you're out right. in 2006. Yeah, you're right. It was for the Wii U. Yes. Cause, yeah. Because I, cause you could, at the Mall of America, you could go up to like the second or third floor and you could look down because yeah. they, they, built like a, they built like a castle or whatever. And you could look down and people were doing the golf game where um, like you put the Wii on the ground and then you like tee it off. With the Wii oh remote. yeah 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 yeah. Um, so you could that. like see people playing the Wii from the inside, but if you were on the ground floor, you couldn't see because they built walls up like a castle. Uh, but that's why Mall America is kind of cool because you go up floors and then you look down. You can, you but can that whole tour, doing. that whole tour. Gosh, I remember like going in, getting the games, and then like walking over to like a restaurant in the restaurant hallway, and then like sitting down and like redeeming the Victini code. I remember like yesterday they had like blown up <laughs> restaurants yeah. and Zekroms. They did. And then you got pictures, and then they had an area where you could um, just literally sit down, and they had movies going. They had, like, a projector. Yep. I remember that. Um, and then they had multiple stamp stations. This was the, like... Yeah. Th- this was, like, the... this. I, I, I do always hate when people say, like, oh, Pokemon is for kids. Uh, but, like, this thing was specifically for kids. Yeah, it, it was specifically like, for kids. <laughs> it was, like, eight stamps. It was, like, a little book. And then um, you would have to go to different places in the mall, and then like you had to go to the Reshiram Zekrom and get your stamp, and then you had to go stamp to stamp rally. Yeah. yeah, you had to go to the movie get your stamp. Well, I don't know. Stamp rallies are like really big in Japan, but I would assume yeah. that was like all ages for Japan. But then they, yeah. I don't know, maybe they negotiated. But one of them you had to go into like Macy's, and another one you had to actually like go in Nordstrom to get the stamps. You had to go to a bunch of places in the mall, which is why I just wasn't doing it. I remember we went. I was there for. A couple of hours, I we were gonna wait for the Wii U and decided no, we'll just get we'll just get it. I don't want to. It's fine. Uh, I bought a Snivy plush. I think I got a Jirachi and a Tepig. I don't know where that Tepig is anymore. <laughs> oh, the love. Uh, and then thing happened, and then we were just like, oh, "Do we want to do the stamp thing?" And then like, "No." Oh, I did the stamp thing. Uh, we looked at the movie for a bit, then we just went shopping and had food, and then we left. I, w- I don't think I think I was there for a chunk of time, but not a not the entire day. 
But yeah, we were because we talked later, and when you said you're there, I'm like, oh yeah, we probably saw each other mm-hmm. because I was generally, I'm always generally aware of the age demographic, like are there people around my age, and just I generally look, I just, I generally watch people because I'm a people watcher, uh, just out of habit, as I like for acting reasons, picking up what other people do and how they hold themselves. So I probably saw you and had no clue. No, I was I was out of my chain wallet phase. No, no, you weren't. Uh, no, I was. I was. No chain wallet. You were still into chain wallets when we hung out, and that was like 2012. I don't At think Pokemon so. US Nationals, <laughs> yes, you had a chain wallet. Yeah, you did. Busted. Wait, what was your favorite event, Will? Well, I still have to figure out what was 10 years. I think, okay, I'm going to go with 10 years. I will say the Go Fest that we all went to in Chicago. I had a lot good. of fun at that one. I saw a great um, musical. I saw true. a bunch of people I liked. Uh, the day was nice. Uh, I would say in the last 10 years, that's the most memorable. Well, I don't have a 20 years because I didn't go to any Pokemon events at all until 2012. Uh, my favorite Pokemon event... I mean, I've done a bunch of stuff with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, does that count? Yeah, I mean, that counts. The original Pokemon Go Fest? No, because Steve made us stay there until 11 o'clock oh, at night. God, it was no, we, we, we didn't leave until 1 a.m. What are you talking but, about? Well, the okay. second <laughs> one with me was great. <laughs> no, we, you went to the third one. The sec- you went to the third the second one. one. The second oh, one right. was the one where you had to walk up and down. Uh, was it Lincoln Park? It was Park Lincoln Park. Like- and it was, it oh, was right. raining in the morning. The second one. It was the third one. It was raining in the morning, and then it was just like this brutal heat wave at like 3 p.m. It was awful. But I think we got Raisin Canes after that. But yeah, that did become our tradition to get Canes after Go the Pokemon Go yeah. event, which I love me some Canes. Um... So I guess out of other things that I've done with you guys, uh, I did go to a Pokemon regional, like a VGC competition in Dumfries, Virginia. With like Dumfries, Black and- Dumfries, Dumfries, D U M F R I E S. It's near. <laughs> Is it was it your skepticism I, about a I, place I, that exists? Yeah, yeah, for somebody who lives next to like Waukesha. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can tell you the worst Pokemon event I've been to was in Coon Rapids, Minnesota. Oh, boy, oh, that was nothing awful. Nothing good happens in Coon Why were you in Coon Rapids, Minnesota? Okay. Oh, boy. Either way, I went with my buddy, John. We had a nice day. I have a picture of me with a blow-up Zekrom and Reshiram, and that was, like, my first time ever going to, like, a Pokemon event. So that was a lot of fun for me. Uh, that was that was when Irene and I were very into competitive Pokemon, and yeah. we were visiting. I believe we were doing a Christmas, and it was like June. It was January like twelfth or something, right? <laughs> You're doing Christmas in June? No, no, no. We went to Irene's parents. They couldn't like Christmas was always like the weekend of New Year's, but somebody was out of town, so we pushed it one week. So it was like January twelfth. And so we did Christmas Friday night, and then Saturday we hung out with her family, and then Sundays normally when we come back to Milwaukee, and then we just checked the like, oh Sundays we normally play Pokemon at some tournament. We saw that there was like a tournament in Coon Rapids that weekend, and we we're like, oh cool, Coon Rapids is literally on the way back from St. Cloud, Minnesota. I mean, not exactly on the way, but it's it's not out of the way. So we're like, we should stop. 
The tournament starts at noon. I mean, we can leave your parents' house at like 10. It takes 90 minutes to get there. Um, and of course, they like did the Minnesota goodbye. So that took like an hour. So we're like, okay. So we got there at like 11.59 or whatever. And the tournament started at 12. And we're like, hey, we're all the way from Milwaukee. Can we register? And they were they like kind of threw like a hissy fit. They were like, oh, well, you know, it starts in a minute. And I was like, yeah, that's if you want to give us a round one loss, that's fine. Like, no big deal. And they're like, no, no, no. You were technically here on time. And they like redid the player matching sheets, which I don't think they really did. So round one, uh, they paired me against Irene. So it's like, cool. Glad we drove all this way so we can verse each other in this tournament. So we played our match, and then I think we played one or two other matches uh, that day. And then just the people there were, like, really rude. And Irene was like, I'm the only black person here. And I was like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> 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 this sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were just, like, really, like, I, 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 that was my only time in Coon Rapids, but I don't think I'd ever go back. What a weird city. I mean... There's nothing there, so you don't really need to go back. Yeah, that's probably the worst. Favorite Pokemon event I've been to in the last 10 years? I don't know, I like the GoFest a lot. No one brought up the Pokemon Symphonic Evolution stuff. That was pretty sweet. The concerts. Oh, yeah, I went with Joe. That was really good. Well, actually, I saw it, like, twice. Because I saw it at the the World Championships the first time they were in D.C., because that's where they mm-hmm, debuted mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And then I saw it at the um, Wolf Trap with Joe. I think mm-hmm. I went to one. I think I went to the one that was here at our Oh, but I saw it in D.C. It was really bad. That was such a bad experience. The D.C. one? I wonder. Oh, the, the, because the person who I was sitting next to oh, that was just them... the most obnoxious person. <laughs> I, I think probably that her Coon friends... <laughs> I think her friends escorted her out halfway through, but she insisted on talking to me, like, even though I've never met her before in my life. It, throughout the concert, while the music was per- going on, she insisted on talking to me. And Were they playing like Trainer's Eyes Meet? <laughs> no. <laughs> but it was like they played music from Pokemon Crystal, and she was like, oh, this was the first game where you could play as a girl, and I just remember when I was, you know, whatever years old, and I was so, so excited that I could finally play a game. I'm like, I don't know you, and I don't care. <laughs> I'm trying to enjoy the performance ahead of me. I went to the one in Milwaukee, and uh, that team, the Symphonic Evolution team, actually reached out to me before they came to Milwaukee, and they offered me free tickets. And oh, I Mr. Think Fancy. They offered, I think on the show, we played a couple samples because they were like, hey, can you advertise it for us? This was before like the FDC got real strict about ads and stuff. So I think we played a few samples. And then I like I met up with them because they're like the, the guy who ran it was like, hey, just, you know, shoot me a text when you're here. And then they asked if I wanted to get dinner with the staff afterwards so like irene and i got dinner with the people who put on the show like the conductors and the musicians and like the staff and the programmer and the director and all that stuff and then at dinner they were like well Chicago's going to be tomorrow do you guys want to come to chicago too and i was like yeah i guess so we like the next day we drove down to chicago we saw the same exact show although it was better in chicago i mean like 
When you're comparing Milwaukee musicals to Chicago's musical, Chicago what? way, way better. It was exactly the same. No, 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 no. How was it different? You know, they had a little more pizzazz, and they're like, bzz, 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 the violin What are thing. you talking about? Uh, is it is the same tour yeah. group? Yeah, exactly. This is your confirmation bias. You this guys, is you your... know the hall is different? You know the acoustics, Greg, the acoustics. You well, can't... if you want good acoustics, then you should come to the one in Minneapolis to go to Orchestra Hall, where you can crumple a dollar bill on stage without a microphone and hear it all the way at the top in the third balcony. <laughs> they showed us this as children. That was a thing we did. Um, that was pretty cool. There was a regionals I top cut. That was pretty sweet. Oh, you didn't bring up your thing when you, you beat the champion in line that you keep bragging about? I did beat Wolf Click. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Nobody believes you. I have. I found a picture of it. There's a picture of me and Wolf Click. Baby Wolf Click. Baby me, too. Uh, we were playing uh, against... The, there was a trash can in the background. It was very... The scenery was yeah, perfect. Yeah, that is proof that you win. You need, I want on <laughs> I, Twitter. I, ha- I, have it. I want on Twitter I, Wolf Glick saying, I was beat by SBJ. No, that's never going to happen. I, yeah, Wolf, no. if, if there's anything that Wolf Glick doesn't remember, <laughs> it's battling me at like the 2011 <laughs> National Ten Tournament. Ten years ago, exactly. Ten years ago. You know ago. what they say, for you, that was the greatest day in your life. For Wolf I, Glick, it was a Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm sure I have the match of me against Wolf Glick somewhere. That'd make good YouTube comment, content. I'll give my commentary of a 12-year-old oh, match sure. against Wolf Glick, uh, where I beat him with a basculin and a maractus. Because it was a gimmick. It was It was the two out of three you would have gotten stomped to the I think the it was curb. two. I think we did do two out of three. Oh, now the, now the Look, whole, we're, we're, everything, you just keep changing everything. Yeah, you well, bringing, I, think was, I think it was best, I think it was best seven out of ten, I think, so, you know. Uh, Pokemon of the Week. <laughs> All right. All right. Last week's Pokemon of the week. (sighs) A sea creature that you have to take up on a mountain to evolve. What is it? (laughs) It's... (laughs) Krabby. You almost almost said said the right thing. You said Krabominable. Because it's Krabominable. Krabominable? Krabominable. The most forgettable Pokemon out there. You know, you're not wrong. But but the the thing is, too, like, what really struck me about Krabominable is it was in Alola, end of sentence. (laughs) Yeah. It has never, it never existed before. Has not existed. Was not brought into Galar. Yes. For you know, fighting ice. No type, shuffle not, icons. Not so don't even, don't here. even come. Don't even come at me. It's, or does it have a shuffle icon? It should. It's a. It's a cool oh, it Pokemon. Does. Oh, it's bad. It's okay. It's weird. Like who? Who would have thought? Hey, let me take this little crab thing up on a mountain and uh, use it to battle. Oh wait, now it's evolved. Yeah. I feel like it's one of those Pokemon where they're just like given a nice stone in the future and call it a day. Yeah, I mean, no, they have it to. will never, it will never, it'll never, it'll never move <laughs> off the island. In twenty years, the Crabominable tri- <laughs> trivia will be: this was in one game, two games technically, and never again. Never. It was heard one from of the first again. fighting types you got, though, right? Crabrawler was. So there was like Crabrawler is fighting only, and then Crabominable is ice fighting. Yeah, right. Krabomble is the only Ice-type Pokemon introduced in Gen 7. No other Pokemon has the same type combination. Uh, Krabomble, I can't ever say it, Krabomble 
has the longest English name of any Pokemon with 12 letters. Because they mm. dropped the E for alligator. <laughs> Still mad about that. <laughs> I talk about lazy. You want to talk about Game Freak being lazy? They couldn't even figure out how to fit an E they, into for alligator's they, name. Look. There were data limits <laughs> that had to be respected. They had, in, okay, this is the truth. They, when they dropped the E, they found room to put all of Canto. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they, could, they could fit a whole region into a game, but they couldn't fit an E into for alligator's name. E. They like, didn't well, know what to e, do with Typhlosion. They were just like, copy and paste the Charizard. <laughs> Crabominable is the only... And its pre-evolved form are the only fighting type Pokemon to have an insectoid body. Is that is does Buzzwell not count? Because I don't think that I don't think Crabrawler is an insect. I I think it's more of a um, crustacean or a what is a spider? What what is an what kind arachnid? Of Ar- arachnid. <laughs> <laughs> the only ice type Pokemon to have an insectoid body. I think they're talking about how. Like the Pokemon games have like the little uh, icons, and you know how like Tyranitar looks like a little like dragon, and, oh. and like Ekin, like the snake icon and the head icon. I think that's what they're talking about. I don't remember how the game uses those icons though. Oh, oh yeah, it's the shape. It's the shape. The yeah. shape, and Buzzwool has like an octopus-looking shape. Where Crabominable has like a little caterpillar looking shape. Got it. Yeah. Don't I can't say where in the games you actually ever see those. I think those. there was one okay Crabominable card that was introduced in the TCG. I think it was maybe around the time of Crimson Invasion. And it was like a very cheap budget deck that people ran. And that's the gist of it. <laughs> It was like a, it was like an okay cheap budget deck that worked pretty consistently. Um, but it was, it was like a B, maybe like a B or C tier deck. It wasn't like an A. That is like there are seventy five percent of Pokemon TCG decks that exist. That, like they're just like they're okay, cards. and then twenty five percent are meta. Yeah, or like uh, ninety nine percent or ADP. It, it, it came full circle. <laughs> the whole podcast is full circle. There you go. Uh, Give us our next week's Pokemon. This week's Pokemon belongs to a Pokemon family that includes members that are every type other than fighting, flying, poison, ground, rock bug, ghost steel, and dragon. In most games, it required access to a specific location to evolve. I guess they didn't originally have these in Kanto, Johto, or Hoenn. In one episode of the Pokemon cartoon, it is revealed that Cynthia has this Pokemon as she has it use the Ice Beam attack to freeze some river water to aid an ailing Meloetta. This Pokemon has only ever been catchable in the wild in Galar, which is also the first place where evolving into this Pokemon relied on a held item rather than a specific location. There you go. Okay. Well, uh, this has been the episode. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Thanks for making it to the end. Uh, if you did make it to the end, what is, what is our word this week, Will? I, no, I came up with last word. Last, last week's yeah, word. But it's Greg's turn. Greg, what is the word this week? Owl be. Owl be? Yeah. Like the, owl the, like, the, like the animal, the owl? Yeah. And then be like a, the insect. The insect. Oh, oh. it's like a bugbear, which yeah. used to just confuse see, the heck out of me. So if they spell it, if they spell it wrong, 
then they're not a true fan. Then they're owl, not a true fan. The animal uh, owl, the animal it, B. If they spell it A-L-B-I, <laughs> then that means that somebody told them. <laughs> hey, it's Alby. Okay. Uh, thanks for making it to the end. Uh, if you're... If if you missed, I, well, I didn't announce it last week because I wanted it to be a surprise. But we put up episode four hundred and fifty on YouTube as a video podcast, which people have been asking for. We also put it up unedited, which people were asking for. It was like fifteen minutes longer than the audio only episode. That you just get more ums, you just get more like mm-hmm. clicky mm-hmm. clacky on the keyboard as we look up something. <laughs> you get you get uh, me staring at Steve with dead dead eyes. But it, it, if you are watching on YouTube. Feel free to subscribe. Feel free to hit the like button. Feel free to leave a comment because that really helps out. The whole point of us putting it on YouTube is we had we had so many people complain that they couldn't access the podcast at work. I don't know what kind of job you're listening to where you can't use like a podcast <laughs> app or if you're just straight up lying to me, but fine. It's on YouTube. It's been on YouTube. Well, okay. Here's the thing. Like in my call centers, they are not allowed to have their phone, but they have to have access to things like YouTube to watch ads and tutorials and other things that we as a company upload. So that is a thing that does happen where their cell phones or things that can play podcasts are on lockdown. But for corporate reasons, they have access to YouTube. Well, if you're on YouTube, you got to hit those dumb buttons. I know they're dumb, but you got to hit them to help. Uh, but thank you for listening. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at uh, PKMNCast. You can find us on uh, Twitter Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, PKMNCast, all the same. You can join us over at our subreddit, r slash super effective. You can find Greg on Twitter at White Wing. You can find Will on Twitter at Wash in the Sink. Thank you to all our patrons. Um, I'm missing something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We still have our giveaway going for a Nintendo Switch Lite and a copy of Pokemon Sword and Shield and um, some tubs of G Fuel. If you win, you get two tubs. Uh, if you don't win the Switch, you at least get some uh, G Fuel. Uh, because we'll pick two runners up. That is in the show notes below, completely free to enter. Um, but thank you all for listening. I think that's it. Got the got the giveaway. I almost forgot the giveaway. Anyways, appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Super Crabominables bounce. A huge thank you to everyone who supports us on Patreon. If you would like to support us, you can head over to patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t or uh, if you can't remember that, ise.cash. And you can support the podcast and what we do and join our Slack community for as little as $2 a month. And it supports the show because we don't make any other money besides the Patreon. But a huge shout out to the producers of our Patreon, starting with Kevin, Steven, Brian, Steph, Potato, Brady, Casey, Sean, Bovine, Patrick, Jetsy, Matthew, Kay, Courtney, and Catherine. And a huge shout out to our executive producers of Spencer and Anthony. Thank you all so much for the support. Thank you for listening. And if you would like to also support the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash PKMNCAST.